I don't have it plugged in. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 224 of your eardrums. Guys, who's your favorite? Please subscribe. Leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana, and with me, as always, not above chewing on his mouthpiece, most awesome. That's right, baby. I shoot better. I, I pod better with my with the, my. Did you send me that thing? Like, there's like his stats is like is like three percent better when he's munching on a mouthpiece. Yeah, it's free throwing because he's not thinking about his his mouthpiece. That I thought it's, was like I felt like that they cut that specifically for you. It's like did. the last little bit to get you over the Steph Curry hurdle. Here's the thing: you can't do it. Like I think we've talked about this. Like no matter what it is about, just like showboating or acting cocky or like doing something new, like whatever. Like the Agent Zero, like put the ball around your hips before you shoot a free throw. Like yes. if you're adding new shit into it, you're getting silly. Like you better be the best at it. Mm-hmm. Like you just better be really good like that. You need to have like a high three point shooting percentage. If you're going to chew on a mouthpiece, he does. So much on whatever he wants to. Yeah. He's got full munch privileges. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. How you doing? What's your week like? What's up, hey, brother? What's like, you know, just living the dream, Stop. bro. Just doing yeah. the thing we've got to get. So we have uh, we have a water softener. And we also have a thing called the Iron Breaker. I don't know if people out there listening to this might have any experience with this. What is a water softener? Water softener softens your water. I know it sounds. I get that, but what does it mean? Like it's not like fluff. It's not adding cotton to your water. Like what is actually? No, no, exactly. Right. Well, filtering out iron. I think right. For right now, our water is uh, polyester, (laughs) and it's the water softener (laughs) makes it cotton. Sure. Um, but no, but really what it does is put salt, salt, salt pellets out and just kind of remove some of the minerals. So we're on, uh, we told you this, we're on well water, right? I think I told you this once before. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. excited about it, but yes. you, weren't, you weren't stoked, but you can't really tell. Uh, although I just have to put six 40 pound bags. I calculated, I did the math, six 40 pound bags of salt throughout the month. It seems like a wildly inefficient thing and waste of my time. Completely. Totally. But the whole, where we want to live, everyone's on a fucking well. Everyone thought this was a grand idea, but this is, this is neither here nor there. So softens up the water. Then the iron breaker really gets a lot of that hard minerally stuff out of there. So we had the, we had the water guy come out, take a look at it. He tapped it three times. If it was like scientific and he's like, yep, it's hollow. All the, all the stuff. I was like, all right, dude. So it's just like mean? a new shakedown. Now there's a water guy. You have a water guy. I know. I know. You're telling me, B. You're fucking oh, telling me I to the tune of twenty eight hundred dollars. That's twenty eight hundred fucking is it American time? dollars is that a- annually. No, no, no. One time, just one time. It should last me Still between crazy. seven yeah. and tw- ten years or some bullshit. And then he's trying to upsell me a new, better, more efficient. Uh, of course he is. Of course he is. Fucking what's his name? Jim. Jim's uh, oh. over there trying to upsell <laughs> me. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> you heard me, water guy, Jim. I'm fucking taking you to the mat right now. And so we're... go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so upselling water softener. So yeah. you don't want to do those six pound bags at forty, uh, at forty pounds a piece. Mm-hmm. I can upgrade for another forty four hundred dollars your water softener, and then you only have to do it like twice a month. I was like, dude, the six pound bags at or the 40 pound bags at $6 ain't, I don't see the return on investment, Jim, water guy, Jim. Yeah. 
So what you so you have to buy these too, like is there a delivery service or you're going to like Home Depot and picking up these like once a month, like so far I'm good. Yeah, food. we try to do subscribe and save through Amazon, but they don't have them available. So I got to get a delivery. If anyone knows, email us at maybe sportspodcast at gmail.com. Be very specific to Mab Studios Midwest when you send your recommendations on how to get water softener delivered on a, on the reg. Yeah, and if you, if you want to do a little surprise too, if you're just like, you know what, we've gotten 220 episodes for free. How can we show our appreciation? Send yeah. most awesome salt. Let's keep it super simple. Yeah, yeah. Send them some, Not some table salt or kosher like, salt. <laughs> yeah, just, start, just steal all the little salt shakers around from all the local restaurants. Put them in a FedEx envelope. I get a, a boy. thing of those million pet <laughs> salts and peppers all together. I like, I'm, yeah. I'm lousy with pepper. I don't know what to do Uh-oh. with it anymore. Man, one thing that's not salty, and that's your episode 220. We're doing Rip from the Headlines, NBA Conference Finals Part 2. We're going to hit a little bit of uh, the inbox. We've got two there. we got guest Katie Featherston on the podcast. You know her from Paranormal Activity. Going to jump on here and chat with us a bit. Uh, a little surprise, does MA have it, I think, folded into there. Cool, be fun. I'll take I'm surprising it. you, buddy. Yeah, you're All right, that's fine. Keeping me on my toes. Uh, Neapolitan Showdown, uh, top things about Texas. Katie from Texas, we want to talk about that. And we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power, it starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, from the headlines, NBA Conference Finals Part 2. Yeah, baby. Uh, let's get into the least interesting one, and then we'll get into something that might be more interesting. Uh, yeah, Golden State's lead the Mavericks uh, 3-0. Why is Golden State dominating this series? Two people, Kevon Looney, Andrew Wiggins. It's really the, it's really the biggest difference. Well, those are the two biggest reasons why the Mavs are – or excuse me, why the Warriors are dominant in this series. The play of Wiggins in particular, uh, but Kevon Looney has been very, very good as like a, you know, big guy who plays, passes very well in like the mid and high post and has just been a demon on the boards, killing him defensively on the boards and hitting, hitting buckets, dude. Fucking, he's averaging 13 points a series, 10 rebounds, for normally, like you were thinking that the uh, the Warriors were going to have to play super small in this to kind of match up with the five out Mavs, you know, Kevon Looney has been like a huge wrinkle that they just don't they just don't have anyone for it. And then you segue over to Andrew Wiggins, who had the fucking right. dunk of the playoffs last night. Yeah, his and we said this when we talked about it in the first game, right? We were talking about Mavs, don't worry. You know, can Wiggins maintain that like aggressiveness through the playoffs? Well, sure as shit, he can and has in this playoff series. And he has been fucking, I think I was talking, I think it was on the text threads, but I was like, this is the player that everyone wished Andrew Wiggins was going to be. And it only took him a scant 610 plus games to fucking find that rhythm. Yeah, why are we getting this Wiggins right now? Like, is this just an anomaly? Is he going to, like, fade back down? Is it just, like, finally, like, it all clicked for him? And it's, like, is he just more comfortable, like, not have to have that spotlight? Like, what just made it work right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing is, is he was on – I mean, he was – 
I don't know if it's confidence is the right word, but he was thrust on, you know, he's jettisoned by LeBron's calves immediately after being the number one pick to, you know, basketball Siberia with the Timberwolves and just kind of played in a position in a, in a spot where it was like, he wasn't, you hearing that too? Yeah. Something banging around. No, no, no. Oh, we're getting a little paranormal activity going on here. Okay. <laughs> you fucking trying to do this? Okay. All right. I'm not ending this out. This is staying. One second. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. No, so I'll just keep talking while you're going. Um, but this is, you know, Timber, the Timberwolves were like the like basketball Siberia. I'm trying to get back in my flow. Basketball Siberia. I'm going to say Siberia. Go. Four go. more times. Siberia. Everyone take a Siberia. drink. Siberia. Let's go. Siberia. Siberia pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> So here's the thing. So he just didn't really know how to learn how to play basketball, at least at a competitive level. He had all the athletic skills, but he didn't really know how to be the the assertive number one overall pick, the franchise-changing guy. And then he gets traded in a in a kind of a uh, a big deal for D'Angelo Russell, gets moved around, and then they bring him in here. Plus, he also you know for the Timberwolves to keep him they extend him with a with a huge monster contract and it's like his play didn't really change at all so yeah his, his, his stats were fine too but it's just yeah. like you know it's, it's good stats on bad team i think he's like averaging like whatever like two, 22 points or something like it, it was fine but mm-hmm. i think he we really got the spotlight but on him and it's I, and it felt like a little bit before that time where it's just like now i think there's so much weight because he was drafted what like 10 years ago like what are we looking at i think like, pretty like close to it ago? yeah uh yeah, yeah some it, whenever, whenever, bit, whenever LeBron made that first run back with Cleveland, and they won that championship after Miami. Yeah, now it feels different. Like now, the league feels like because it was coming off the post two thousand things, where it's just like no players were really blowing up. There weren't like a lot of superstars, and now like we seem lousy in superstars, which is great because I mean there's yeah. just like a ton of them. But there, there wasn't that same pressure on Wiggins that I think you would have back then, like where you're just like, oh, this is like uh, the number. Uh, what like a topic overall like he's gonna change the franchise mm-hmm. so he just kind of did he did what like these other like you know carl anthony towns does or whatever it's just like you know be on a team like you know like get your stats in and no one's ever really talking to you watching it and maybe is it is it that transition to like golden state an actual playoff team am i forgetting like what's been his last actual like playoff run and maybe like this is what he needed like he needed to be like the I think the he had a, a four-game run with my uh, with uh, Minnesota, like one season, and then this season, or, or yeah, this season with Golden State. So he's had prior to this, he's had five games of playoff experience. Yeah. Now he's on a playoff run where he's with, you know, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr. He's surrounded by all sorts of experience, all sorts of wisdom in terms of women winning. And what we saw, especially in game three was what we've all, what we've always known about his athleticism and his just ability to just kind of be everything that, you know, a, a, no one can compare to him athletically. He can run fast, jump. He could play a, a power four position in a small ball series. He could, defend wings he could defend point guards like he can literally do whatever you ask him to do athletically and he just didn't have that kind of like next level aggressiveness to or assertiveness it's not even aggressiveness it's almost assertiveness to be like all right i'm taking over now and that's what we we saw in a very you know 
uh, we've seen in the last three games with Golden State. It's like he's putting it together in a way. And, you know, you, you this is what you this is what I get excited for in sports is when you see these guys start to, like, maximize their potential because, you know, he's probably sick of, you know, uh, learning all about or hearing about all the stuff that he isn't or can't do. Yeah, I hope it takes, so. it I takes hope a lot. It, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot of hard work to average 20 points in the fucking NBA. Good, bad, doesn't matter the team. Takes a lot of hard work, and he fucking dedicates himself. But now he's found that like last. Hopefully, he's found it. Kind of like, like a threshold to cross in order to really be like a dominant superstar. So, this will be interesting to see if this continues on because it's once you're there, some players find it, and then you're you know it kind of makes the like the tipping point of where they go on to the other side. It they're they're through the looking glass. Or it's like a Jeremy Lin where it's like, this is the best I will ever play for 20 games, and then I'll never quite reach this, you know, this mountaintop again. Yeah, flash in the van. Do you think right now, are we dealing with Golden State? Is this, are we coming to the end of a dynasty? Are we continuing the dynasty? Are we resetting one? Is this like a Spurs story where it's just like, they're just going to be relevant for like 12 years? Yeah, I mean here's the thing is is you know shooting is the great equalizer right so i mean if you can shoot and they've got a lot of shooters on here um i I think this might be closer to what you said the uh, kind of a spurs run right if they can find young talent right i mean i think that james wiseman pool helps yeah helps yep wiseman was was that guy that they were thinking on uh, so you know it's one of those things where it's like uh, can they can they move forward on it? So who do the Mavericks need to add for the next step? Is this do they peak? Are they like do they need like one guy? Like what's the fit? They need to first off, Luca needs to control. Because usually this himself. this is this is what we see in the NBA playoffs. We yeah. usually see like each year you advance around. It's very it just seems very like just old guard. Like this is what happens, and as you move up, like you always go a little further. So it's like do they have enough to actually take that step to the finals, or is it? You know, like they really need to go back to the drawing board and figure something out. Because it's like some of these teams, like I don't feel like the you know, like the Timberwolves to me don't need to go back and like blow th- or and not, not the Timberwolves. Who's uh, John Moran? The the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, yes. The Grizzlies to me don't need to blow up. Like they're just super no. young, didn't have the experience, and they'll go. Like the Mavericks see like. It feels like this is as far as they can push like this squad of guys. Yeah, I think I think they need something. I don't I don't think it's a big they're 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 they become solely dependent on the three point shot. And if it doesn't go in, they're stuck. So I think they need I think they need a third scorer. And I don't know if that's a big wing that can take people off the dribble. Right, I think it's something that can take a little bit of pressure. I think that's what they thought that they were getting with Dinwiddie coming off the bench, and he's been pretty good for them at times. But something just isn't right in the flow of things. What I was going to say earlier is, 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 and I don't know if you've got this or not, but Luca often feels like to me where he gets like almost moody at times. Have you noticed this on the yeah, court? Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, thousand percent. Where he gets frustrated, he doesn't get a call, something doesn't go his way. And almost like clockwork, you can see hints of it where he just comes down and he's just going to jack a fucking three. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I think we talked about this in the last one. You're exactly right. Like, he just like it looks like to me, it looks like if he doesn't get a whistle, like it becomes like a vendetta for him to like get the whistle. Like he'll just challenge shit and just like run in and be like, you owe. there's this little like you owe me a whistle. So like now he's like trying to get it and he's just going to put the shot looked on uh, the 
shocked look on his face. And then mm-hmm. you guys say, right, because this other game is just like, just you can already, like, and it's actually a sign of a bad player, right? But like when you can just tell they're dribbling now, it's just like, oh, they're going to fucking shoot. There's yeah, yeah he's going to chuck this. Yeah, he's going to fucking jack this. So I'm not sure what needs to be corrected there. I think the thing also need, like, they need to get somebody, like, more offensively minded than Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's a tremendously, like, savvy, smart uh, basketball player. I don't know, coaching-wise, if he's designing too many sets, because I was sitting there saying it's like the Mavs playbook is dribble in the lane, kick out, like, either shoot a three, ball reversal, try and shoot another three. I mean, that's yeah. that's what their whole, you know, offense really kind of formulated around. So I think they need a little bit more versatility. They need another – I think they need can, somebody well, can that can I, drive in and get to the rack. Can, can I pitch you on what, what I was thinking? Please, please. Because I, I, I kind of did some more of, like, what's the – so I don't think you want a big because I don't think you want to clog up the lane because you want right. Luca to be able to get in there and do, like, his little, like, that, uh, you know, like – euro layup like running by the basket shit that he loves so he loves that yep. he got the distance uh i think somebody high energy so someone that's moving on the court like you don't want like a james harden like just chilling out in a spot like you want someone that's like yes. moving fast that wants to do it so when luca draws that double team it could be like a quick kick so damian lillard is that crazy it's not terribly crazy i mean i don't know how much he's going to be a little ball dominant i think but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah, because how was how would it work? Like, would because I mean, I think you still you still want Luca at the point, right? Yeah, yeah. And you got Jalen Brunson, who they're going to have to decide on: do we extend him? Do we pay big money for him, or what? But I definitely think you're right. You want somebody that's going to be active, that's moving, you know, to and deep, bar and a deep, yeah, and a deep threat. It's and a deep, deep threat. threat too. To to I'm, I'm I can't I'm stumping on anyone in the league right now. But I mean, you almost want like a like a Rip Hamilton. Right, yeah. who's constantly running around, constantly yeah. movement. Because like that a is JR Redick, like or JJ Redick, like that. Yeah, J- be... yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody who's running around, moving, can't knows that they can't create off the dribble, so they've got a, they they've they've got to outwork for position, or even like just watching Steph Curry in some of those moments, like he's constantly moving without the ball. I felt like oh, that's great. Yeah, they should get they should get a Steph Curry. They should get a Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, we solved it. We solved Mavericks it. Good. Oh, there it was. Man, there it was. We well fucking figured it out. Figured it out. Great. Ah, damn. Beautiful. Do you got time uh, to talk about the heat and the yeah, yeah, we'll hit that really fast. Uh, the last stat, if you guys haven't seen this, like uh, the Mavericks went 13 for 45 from three, so that's yeah, too not much. White gonna fucking cut it. Yeah, Heat versus Boston right now. Like, well, why are we in this stage? Actually, I mean, they cut back in, but it seems like these games are like 20 point like swings. Like, why? What is it about these games? It's like, is it one team not showing up? And I guess. It's a little unfair because the Celtics did get it back within one, but it just seems like there's just like jacket. Like, you know, Celtics blow them off the fucking court in game two. Mm-hmm. You know, Celtics totally lost control of game one, like in that third quarter. Like, why are the why are the swings this big? Like, is it is it the chess match of coaching? Is it like what's going on? I mean, in this series, I think it's also been a little bit like injury related, rhythm related, right? So we had yeah, Horford and Smart. Game, yeah. Now we've got, you know, Hero we're missing in game four. Jimmy Butler didn't play the second half of game three. You know what I mean? So we've got a little bit. And and also I think, like, I don't know if these teams are just, like, if it's so much dependent on momentum and, like, them feeling it. Like, if a couple shots go down, then it's like, oh, shit, everyone can shoot. And I just don't know if we're, like, 
matching this up. I, I, I wrote in my notes, I was like, I just don't feel like Miami has totally like a hundred percent gotten back in sync with everything. Like they didn't really play together as a team. Everyone was dinged up or injured. And it seems like they have to be reliant on one player to step up, right? Jimmy Butler of a lot, Bam Adebayo this last game. So it's like we, if you're, if you're so dependent on one guy, just stepping up every playoffs, uh, there's going to be times where you're going to fucking get run off the court. Cause nobody can hit a shot. And nobody's doing anything. Same thing with Boston. It's like if you lose a guy like Smart or Horford, that's kind of like the the backbone. I don't know if Tatum or Brown kind of have that like killer instinct just yet or or, or know how. It, Marcus Smart's always been this ir- irrational confidence guy. You know what yeah. I mean? And Horford it just has been around the league long enough. To, I think he kind of understands what it takes to win. So I think you need those kind of, you know, centering forces to, to keep your team in play. And if you don't have that there – you're going to get fucking, you know, drug off the court. So how do you like the series feeling out? I mean, are we going to game seven? I, th- I do feel like we're going to go to game seven. And I feel like uh, I still give the slight edge to Boston. I think like when they're all in tune, they're a better ball club. But man, Miami is hard to fucking if, if Bam can play the way he played in game three, because he was non-existent even in last series. Yeah. If he could play that way, be dominant, be active, that's an that's a he gives them a better like fundamental athletic spot at the five spot boston up by 20 right now i know they're up by yeah i mean just fucking like every fucking time (laughs) it's just like it's not that like buck series it's like every time it's just like such a huge swing yeah i do think yeah boston it's just like i don't it seems like the floor on tatum kind of keeps getting reestablished like everyone wants him to be superstar and he's like a borderline superstar but it's just like some games it's like Dude, like that floor is too low. That that is too low of a floor for a superstar. Like yeah, you can't yeah. have it down there. You can't have six turnovers in a quarter, and expect in, in in a conference final series. You got to be locked in every moment. Moment. So they're up, they're up by twenty four. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. All right, let's get um, maybe we'll hit the inbox a little later. Let's get Katie. Let's get Katie in here. Play that jam. Play that jam, Katie. She's all you'd ever want She's the kind I'd like to flaunt And take to dinner But she always knows her place She's got style, she's got grace She's a winner She's a lady Oh, 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 she's a lady Talking about that little lady And the lady is mine Hi, Katie. Hello. Hi, most awesome. How are you? I'm very good. <laughs> Thank you. It's always Thanks so weird. I, when I, I didn't think about coming up with these nicknames and mm-hmm. then realizing that we were going to have guests on here and be like forcing them to call me M.A. or Most, most awesome. awesome or Brandon Dana. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what was the story about us naming the podcast, too? Like, I think we literally said it was just like, well, we call it anything except like Most Awesome and Brandana. <laughs> and then we just went to record our first one and we just hadn't thought of it anymore. It's just like, and Most Awesome and Brandana. Oh, there you go. Like, exactly. Go. Lots of planning. I like, I, like just... I like calling you. I mean, we've never met before, but this is, this is, have we met before? Uh, I don't think so. Ever? I don't think uh, we have. I, I feel like I just have hurt. You're just been in the zeitgeist of sure. Brandon I mean, and I'm Joe's just always in the, in the background of things. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take it. But I like calling you. I like calling you most. I like calling you most awesome. I like just own it. I like. You know? just, I yeah. like being yeah. the most, most awesome. awesome. I'll take it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You know, okay. I, this made this a reminder for like the podcast listeners and Katie can hear it like firsthand, but it was like, it comes from like, and it's one of like, it's the simplest, funniest joke ever. Like he was partying at the frat and he took my cell phone and he changed his name programmed in from Paul Dawson to most awesome. <laughs> like he just put like <laughs> most awesome in there. And then it was just like, oh, that's but there it is. Will stick. So every time I used joke. to text him, like, and it still goes on. I'm just like, all right, like I gotta, I gotta text Paul. And then like I hit P and I'm just like, what? I don't have his name. There's no way I don't have it. I'm just like, oh yeah. That's well, right. you're, awesome. you're in my phone now is most awesome because that little text <laughs> thread. And then I just added it in most Perfect. awesome. Yeah, there so, you go. I just like want to start with that, and then I won't have to adjust. I like it. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. We have matching microphones. You know why we have matching microphones? What? what? Uh, yeah, because we, we wanted you to, Joe and I smooth. wanted you to sound as, as velvety smooth as possible, so and nice. this is the way to go. Yeah, you got me the MV. You got my MVP like three I weeks heard. ago. I, yeah. I forgot, to, I forgot yeah. to give it to you. What's going on? Thanks for hopping on. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. Up, you're firing up your own podcast, right? I listened to episode one. one. Tell us a little about it. What's going on? Yeah, uh, it's called A to Z with Clint and Katie. And Clint's a guitar player from Nashville, and we've been pals for like a decade. And so we wanted an excuse to hang out and keep up with each other. So we're going through the alphabet one letter at a time, and we're talking mm. about things, culture, movies, stuff that we like, stuff that we don't like, stuff we want to learn about. And uh, one of us kind of leads it and teaches the other one, and we have some laughs and, and old stories that we share along the way, and it's really fun. Yeah, great nice. chemistry. Like um, A for auditions. I listened yeah. to uh, that episode. Do you guys have the kind of the letters figured out? Like, can you let yeah, us know? Like, we've what? we've recorded the first like ten or twelve. We've got uh, an episode on the the Bachelor Nation coming up. Uh, okay. I'm a I'm a convert, although very hesitantly, and he's never seen any of it. Ooh. We do an episode on cassette culture, dating, um, Eraserhead, the movie, uh, fear, wow, nice. horror films. Uh, John Lennon. We get we do all sorts of stuff. We hop around. It's really fun. Okay, so horror films might be a little bit of a good segue. Like where would people you had a big role. Let's just talk about it. Let's Yeah. Like Let's get the E for elephant out. House. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my in my old life, as I guess it's not really an old life. It's just it feels like a long time ago, but I was in the paranormal activity movies. Which yeah. is Yay. which is great. Which is a really they, good still They were so fun. Yeah, we watched. Uh, we just watched the first one just a little bit ago, just to kind of re up on everything. And it, I gotta say, it holds up. It's yay! It's thanks. fucking scary. It's fucking thanks. scary. I love that. That means a lot. That means a lot. Do you, get, was... do you get like a? Do you get tapped out talking about it? No way. I don't actually talk about it that much anymore. So, um, so no. I and and it was like such an unbelievably life changing and joyful experience that yeah. it's kind of hard to get tired of 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 like revisiting something that, well, I mean, everything has its highs and its lows, but it was like this pivotal, it would be like somebody being like, remember that time you fell in love and got married? Are you tired of talking about it? It's like, no, <laughs> <You burn out. laughs> yeah. talk about it all day long. Um, Cause it was really like a cool, a special thing to create for sure. And then what happened with it was insane. So sure. Um, yeah. Well, cause it's it. just kind of that, that story of, you know, like uh, actually just, your life changing overnight, like something like blowing up. So yeah. is it like a little bit like, is there a slight, and I know cause you're just so lovely and I, I know all the appreciations there, like as it should be. And from what you said, it was just like an amazing experience, which is also lends into like the, the greatness about it. And, but is there any part of just like, I don't like 
I don't love being defined by this or do you feel like defined by it or like are you just kind of like a little tired of just like there's more to Katie than just like you know this time that was in like this movie I think I mean I think at moments there's been all of that I think I am gonna be I'm super fine being defined by it because I had such a hand in creating it it wasn't that I just showed up, hit my mark, and then wa- and went home, and it was somebody else's thing that maybe I had a great role in. Like, we created it. There was no script. There was just an idea, like an outline. So sure. we really had our hands in everything. So, I mean, I'm proud of it, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and it did crazy cool things, and it's in textbooks and stuff. It's cool. So I'm fine being defined by it. I'm also less attached to how I am defined as an actress these days than I was, you know, when I started out. When I started out with this and, and you know we were improvising the whole thing and so the director and i'm like 23 and the director's like hey do you want to just like just so we don't screw up takes you want to just use your real name and i was like yeah it's fine it's going to be the same character no matter what i call myself looking back on that decision (laughs) i might have um might make a slight revision if i got to go back and i call myself like michelle or tabitha or something and like Mm -hmm. make it less confusing for people even people in the industry who are like oh man what a cool documentary you made i'm like i didn't what? Yeah, because that was it. that's what I was thinking is it's like such in that like you had Blair Witch, which is I think the which, that was probably a few years earlier, if I remember it was high but school for me. Yeah, high yeah. school for you. Yeah. So so a few years earlier. But that was definitely like they, they keyed in on that. This is real life. And right. I don't remember back when Paranormal came activity came out. Is that something that you guys trying to, to, to parlay or was it trying to kind of just be like, we, we want this like mockumentary or like slice of life, you know, horror film. I think Oren, the director and Mika, who was the guy in the movie with me, I think the three of us were just trying to go for like slice of life, like, like mm-hmm. make this as believable as possible. Yeah. But I think when it finally ended up at Paramount, they, they were, the marketing team was like, Oh no, we should, we should definitely lean into this. Sure. So they would have like the big fan screenings, but then they wouldn't let us go, you know? So we would drive by and see like lines around the block and be like, wow, that's for our movie. Yeah. Okay, let's go home. <laughs> um, that's great, you wanna do the cheeseburger or what's up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then as soon as it came out, they made us do publicity and stuff. So they kind that's of good. like, you know, changed no, it, it wasn't like there, there wasn't like a, hey, like, like shift for social media or something because I think social media is kind of happening like enough like did they like what part of was their direction to you to ask you to be like hey like try to make this believable like they did with Blair Witch because Blair Witch came out before all that social media stuff so it's yeah kind of like, it was just like a website so nobody kind of knew what was going on nobody really gave me any direction in that I mean I had a Twitter I had an ins- I don't think I had an Instagram but I had a Twitter and I had a an acting website like with my personal information on it like you know yeah. with my resume and my everything yeah. and i like remember just, like the website says just booked paranormal activity like you <laughs> do the just, math it was like... my face <laughs> and all the all my personal information and i remember i was at my ex-boyfriend's house in atlanta with his family and i get this weird phone call and on it it's this guy and he's like hey listen i'm not trying to be weird but i just googled you and i i found your your acting website with all your personal information and your number and so i've called and i don't know maybe you should take that down yeah no kidding and i right. was so thankful for whoever that random guy was who called me and told me and immediately like had to change my phone number and my email and everything smart wild. it's yeah. most awesome yeah it was me it was, i was, was gonna make that joke but i don't know her that well i was like <laughs> yeah, exactly. i'll do it for you i'll do it for you you felt really familiar i feel like yes. we won't die back exactly uh, all right, well, we're not going to make you rehash all that. We need your hot sports takes. But real fast, I mm. do in the transition, like, give me, like, what's the, like, the, because unless I get it awkward, but just, like, the most, like, dedicated fandom experience you had. Like, someone, like, recognized you, like, 
on a oh. plane, like like in a grocery store, somebody like ran up dressed like Micah, like someone, just, yeah, like, someone hey, called nine one one and be like, we found her, <laughs> we know where she is. <laughs> yeah, it's um, all good. The Crack most case. intense one. Um, maybe yeah, just maybe like dedicated. It doesn't feel I, like unsafe, I, but some of there just, are. Like, they, I haven't had really any. Like this movie. I haven't had any unsafe ones. I've had two that were kind of that pop up for me. One is this young guy uh, that I met at a, at a convention and he told me that he and his mom uh, watched the movies when he was really young, like up until when he was in his early 20s. And that was like their tradition. And also his mom would get so scared that she would make him sleep on the floor on the on the ground next to her bed and then that became like kind of the joke and so yeah and so, so he's the sacrifice he, so he goes first just to yeah sacrifice. exactly <laughs> and uh, but he was like you know he was a, she was a single mom or whatever and that was like a fun thing that they did together and then there was a one not to make it sad y'all but there was one where this woman i met her and her husband had passed away from um cancer i believe and i was i was her husband's celebrity crush and so she had and because of those movies and they loved them they watched them together and she had like it was so lovely because she sat down and just told me all about what a crush she had on me and how much they enjoyed watching the movies together and like then she just told me about him and it was like a really lovely like moment really you know yeah that's sweet yeah. Yeah, did you know that? Did you know you're making something special at the time? Like, did it feel like it at all, or you're just like, you know, best case scenario, like maybe this is like VOD or like it hits a platform where because the platforms weren't even there. Like maybe like it's yeah, up, they like weren't. A, it was like, like yeah. Redbox rental or something. Um, we knew we were we we knew we were making something special for us. You know, like we were like we're gonna make the the kind of movie we would want to see, the best version of it that we're not gonna cut. Because you guys didn't know each other, but you're all improvising together, so that yeah. Well, we met yeah. Mika and I met at the callback, and that's we met Orin at the auditions, obviously, and so we really bonded fast. Mm. Um, But we didn't have any idea what what would happen. I remember one time, this was like it took three years to come out, and at some point in that maybe first year and a half, uh, Orin got a straight to DVD like release offer anchor bay or something i don't know what it was but they were gonna straight to dvd and he was like you know i think i should turn it down like i feel like this can be something bigger and he was like what do y'all think like it's money i'm gonna turn down money and and, and he was so great about always including us and, and i was like yeah if, if you're feeling it like i trust your instincts like let's turn it down let's just see what happens and i think about that now and i'm like wow that's wow. Really cool. yeah yeah what I, was, it, I was gonna say that's such a like with that defining like you're on the edge and i'm sure like part of you and i don't know if you were struggling or not or, or mika was but it's like man that th- i could use few, some those, cash i could use those could ducats use that'd cash. be pretty good and the allure <laughs> yeah. would be like thirteen thousand dollars would be fucking great like, right now life you know I mean? yeah spot. exactly yeah yeah it was always very i had i mean people can make fun of vision boards all day long i i do as well but i did have one on my wall for three years and it said that in 2009 I'm going to make $13,000. $13,000. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to DVD, baby. <laughs> Straight to DVD. But it said that paranormal activity would be a success and, you know, X, Y, and Z, all these different things. And for three years, I stared at that. And so it wasn't like, so when he was like, oh, I'm going to turn it down, I was like, great. I feel like it's, I feel like maybe it'll be a big thing. Who knows? But it was never like, we didn't know. And then all of a sudden, it just it just happened overnight. Well, yes, yeah, it sounded like the camaraderie was like everyone's on the same vibe. It was just like, we're betting on ourselves. Like oh, we have like nothing yeah. to lose here. Like we're I, all in. Because you said I, I, when I was listening to the podcast, I kind of forget about this. Like this was also Orin's first movie, right? Yeah, and wow. he was like, I can't. I always take every opportunity I, I can to talk about what a good and decent human being he is. Uh, I have such respect for him because he was such a team player. 
and at any point could have kind of pieced out and left us in the dirt and not not respected us the way he did or included us the way he did and he always even now 10 years later however many years it's been like we'll circle up and like kind of keep us in the loop and let us know when he knows stuff and and it was like our little you know pod was so tight and we worked so well together that I think that really kind of got us through a lot as things got bigger and the family got bigger and things happened and everything so I have such a such a respect for him and He's also like the only guy in the room in some of these Hollywood rooms where he's like he has no ego and he also is not there to make anybody anybody like like him. He's right, not there yeah. to make his next movie, so he'll just be totally honest like, "Oh, I think that's a terrible idea." <laughs> President <laughs> of Paramount or whatever, you know? And he's the only one that'll really do that cuz he's just he's just honest and he's who he is and I just have such love and respect for him. That's awesome. Yeah, he's that's great. Uh you so let's talk a little sports. You excited so Growing up in, you're from Texas. Mm-hmm. That's part. That's your part of your identity, right? And we'll get that to later. Like we're doing the Neapolitan yeah. showdown, which we hope you can stick around to judge. We're doing yeah, our top do things about Texas. Like oh, yes. uh, so that's very much football culture. Did you grow up like watching football? Like, I mean, was that like part of it? Like in high school, was it like watching the football games? It's like, what's your relationship now with football? Um, my so yes, Texas is full of football. I was full of theater, so I missed most of the football games. But in the '90s, I did watch a lot of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, hard not to yeah. go all the way to the, the Super Bowl victory over and over and over again. And so those are like really happy memories of Sunday afternoons, like eating my mom's cheese dip and watching Emmett Smith do cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. and then. Uh, and then I watched Friday Night Lights, and I felt like I really got to know Texas football uh, through that uh, gem of a TV show. That, that's great. Okay, so we'll backtrack on that. Then we'll get mm-hmm. back to football. But let's start with, like, how did we meet? How did you and I meet? Yeah. You know it's going to come up. Yeah. It is a. It was a Chili's Airport bar in uh, <laughs> Dallas Love Field, I believe. Love Field, yes. And, One of the best airports on the planet. And Brandana was at, this is my memory of it at least, Brandana's at the yep. bar sitting there, headphones on, face in a, in a laptop. Yep. I come down to sit down. I order the whatever El Capitan or whatever chili serves, margarita. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this dude's watching Friday Night Lights. Oh, we're going to be friends. And then yeah. I interrupted him to be like, hey, you're watching Friday Night Lights. An insane like, move. An yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what stink face did you catch from B? He was just like, and he was like, I, I know. I don't know what, why are you talking to me? And, uh, and then we started talking about Friday Night Lights. And then this is how long ago it was. I was like, oh, cool, we're going to be pals. I'll follow you on Instagram. And he was like, I don't have an Instagram. And I was like, undeterred. I was like, okay, weird. I'll follow you on Facebook. Do people have Facebooks anymore? And then we became Facebook friends. And then the next time I saw him was at Aroma Cafe with Joe Booth, who's now the love of my life. Oh, and see. That. that is crazy. So friend of the pod, uh, you'll know him from Fantasy Booth, which is a fantasy football thing we do for like three weeks until we lose interest and Joe's not answering <laughs> the questions, so we'll just move on. <laughs> but he's like, everyone knows Joe Booth on the pod. So you should call it a Fantasy Booth Agenda. That's all he just comes to talk to what he wants to talk about. <laughs> so I think I, that's what's crazy about it is the fact that you met me and Joe Booth like independently of each other. That's why they, the meeting stories, the meeting story is interesting oh. and great, but it's, but it's the fact I, yeah, that it's just I met like, you. And right. then we were internet friends, you know, but like hadn't ever seen each other in person again. And then separately knew Joe Booth in the world and then put the two and two together and was like, wait a minute, these two guys know each other. But I didn't even like know how long y'all known each other. That's so, that's so weird. weird. That's such a Isn't weird. Isn't that wild? Yeah. How, six degrees of separation right there. Yeah. Wow. It was like, they sent me a Marco Polo like during the pandemic and like Joe's just like, 
guess who I'm talking to? And like, he's like, I'm just like, it's like one of those things where you feel like you're just like, I, do I forget how like numbers work? I was like, this doesn't make sense. It's like worlds colliding. It's I remember like, I don't get it. it was before the pandemic. Cause I remember that, uh, it was pre it was, it was pre pandemic because you had come to town and we were supposed to meet up and you ended up going to see a friend of ours, mutual other friend of ours in a play or something. And we didn't happen. We didn't hang out. And I felt bad that I didn't follow up. And then saw Joe and Joe was like, Oh, I'm sending a, you know, Marco Polo to Brandon Delaney. And I was like, Oh, um, let me get in on that. And then at that time, I just knew Joe in the world. Like we weren't dating or anything. It was just random that he and I had run into each other. So anyway, Crazy. he's in the so, other room now. So you're watching a little bit of the Dallas Cowboys. You get into yeah. it. Like, are you out on the NFL? Like kind of like as you're making your journey to LA, like as your, you know, paranormal activity, yeah. like, are you still keeping up with the NFL? I had a little break in between the 90s and uh, last year with the Today. Chiefs. Yeah, so there was a tiny, there's right. a tiny just break. A um, 27 year hiatus. Just a, just a slight, just a yeah, slight hiatus. Uh, I needed time to, to just like I needed time to process the the three or four Super Bowls the Cowboys won. Three, I think. Three. Yep. In the, in, in the 90s. In, in, yeah, in yeah. the 90s. Mm -hmm. So I needed time to really process that and to let go of, of my deep love for Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman and the other guys that I remember. And now I'm back, uh, all on board with Patrick Mahomes. And, yeah. You uh, get to, you get to avoid all the Tony Romo. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah, avoid all that smart move. Just That's a lot a, of yeah. disappointment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, just like just YouTube Tony Romo holding the ball for an extra point. You'd be like, That's all. I That's all. Yeah, That's, exactly. That's fine. Not good. So I so I don't want to be cliche. It's just like oh, like my boyfriend got me into football, but obviously like Joe's a Chiefs fan. Like, yes. do you feel like now? And we'll we'll get to the gambling part because I can't wait to talk to you about gambling because you're you're gambling. Yeah, you're gambling yeah. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in. Oh, I'm in it to win it. So do you feel like now, like you're increasing your knowledge of the NFL? Like, did you just used to watch and like go team go, and now you're just kind of like all right, like. Why are they calling pass interference on underthrown balls? Great question, Katie. Exactly. Great question. I'm glad you're asking it. Yeah. I didn't ever understand anything except you're supposed to get the ball over the end into the end zone. And now, yeah. like last season, I figured out <laughs> what like first and 10 means or second and five or whatever. Like yeah. I, I, I was like, what is going Why do we do yeah, that? And then I figured it out. So now this season, I'm pretty into figuring out what all the positions are on the offense and you know like a tight end right and a cornerback uh -huh. and all these so that's my goal for this season and the next season or maybe i'll get to the to the defense as well i don't know we'll see how far i get but i'm yeah. into it now is I'm there anything it. that kind of doesn't make sense that you kind of want to crack open next year that you want to look at after i get the positions down i feel like i gotta figure out uh, i just gotta be able to like i'll tell you what when when all the guys go out there and they all line up and there's the different formations or whatever mm -hmm. i want to know what what what's happening without somebody having to fully explain it do you know sure, what i mean sure, sure. have like some you can have i don't know you can have like two wide receivers out there or you can mm -hmm. have three sure, and then right, yeah, right. whatever i don't I'll know what any of that just, yeah. oh, why single back those things. Mm -hmm. that's a good step yeah so that's yeah. what i want to do no, no, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a good, that's a good goal. Yeah. There's first off, there's 22 positions, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. So mm -hmm. I'm sure you Sorry. can, you can, you can mull through that pretty quickly. Then the yeah. formations starts to get a little complicated, but I just yes. need the basic be, ones. I just yeah, need, yeah. you know, you'll still be far ahead of like just the drunk guy at the bar. It's just like, we need to throw the ball more. It's like, yeah. here's the thing about like challenging right. a play. Like there needs to be conclusive evidence. It's like, shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> right. 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 Conclusive evidence that you need to be cut off. That's I what did. I have. 
I did learn about the like because Mahomes was having trouble last year because he was getting a little too fancy and he wasn't playing. He wasn't he wasn't like waiting for his moment. He was going for it too much. And so they were not making plays. So the difference between like playing conservatively and like making like slow but steady progress down the field versus like letting it rip and then going going for it. Yeah, as, as Andrew Luck once said, you can't go broke if you're always taking a, a profit, right? So if you're always go. getting a little bit of yards here and there, you know, mm-hmm. you might not be that big highlight play, but if you're just checking down and get that, that little fullback out of the backfield, then you're good. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Andrew's I like on. it. Yep, yep. retired from yeah. the NFL. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm going to replay this on a loop so that all the Chief fans hear your your critique of Patrick Mahomes. They're going to lose it. I said the same thing, Katie. They lost their shit. It's oh, okay. Yeah. This is this is a tough, tough criticism. There's not. He they came back. I mean, there was the yeah. I got my swagger back. Oh, that was oh, yeah. fun. Remember that? So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And we got we got we lost Tyree 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 Kill. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yep. We lost him, but we got some good draft stuff picks happening because of it, right? Yep, okay. absolutely right. Yeah, yep, you're very good. Correct. Yeah, he's going to be too expensive. That. Like, yeah, wide receivers are the new running back, where it just becomes really hard to. Uh, Ooh, yeah, salary cap. That's like, is that year five? You think thinking about salary yeah, cap is. and all that? Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's probably like it's like a summer program. Like mm-hmm. after you like declare yeah. the major for it, and then like you're minoring in formations. Like you just it's, do like a little beef up summer program, summer program. For someone who pays attention to it, it's a lot like AP Bio in high school. Mm. You're like, I'm never going to use this ever again. Yeah. I'm just I'm cool with the world just existing in front of me, right? Right. Just right. knowing what I know, I don't no, actually. Even know to this. me, it's, I think to me it's like it's like a foreign language. Like once you, you're just like mm. I don't want to get all the time to get it, but like once you get it, you're just like all right, I'm fluent in this for like the rest of my life. Yeah, and then I wake up, I'm <laughs> dreaming in salary cap. <laughs> well, I watched some of the draft this year for the first time. Like last year, I had no, I didn't care. I was like, I don't. Whoever makes it makes it. And then this year, I was like, but wait a minute, we need somebody to replace Tyreek Hill. Who? What are we gonna yeah. do? And then I was, I watched one night. I missed, but the other time i watched with joe for a bit and he was like explaining to me why we wanted different people and i was like we gotta get him <laughs> and it was cool because the guy called the he had this whole family yes. behind him and he had the phone call and he was yes. like yeah i'm really Sweet. excited i'm oh thank you sir i'm really excited to be on the chiefs and the whole plan i was just like <laughs> this is uh, the best part of the draft i love this too great. yes great, yeah. it gets <sighs> dusty as fuck in my my house all the yeah, time that's just D- Dust, dusty is MAB Sports podcast code for crying. Yes, yeah, really. yeah, we've I, never I said that a lot, up. but it's just yeah. it gets, you got it. You're like, I got it. There was okay, just a little just something in your eye. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's uh, talk a little gambling. So, what's your approach yeah. in gambling? Uh, we do have a map about you segment coming up, so I'll get into it. But it's just like, what's your take? Are you looking at like oh, this? Already map about you. I'll just go into it. Mab about you. Ooh. All right. So rapid fire questions. Yeah. Most awesome. We'll judge it. We're going to go through. I think I got nine questions here real fast. Okay. Uh, you'll just uh, give it an answer just off the top of your head. We'll dive Great. A bit more if we want to. Great. Little quiz. Okay. Um, favorite horror movie you're not in? Candyman. Tony Todd. Original. Nope. Oh, I like it. I'm going to go three points because you got to say Candyman three times for him to see him. It's actually, nice. I think, five. Uh, it's five then you get five, five. points it's five then? <laughs> yeah i think a bonus point for the challenge is yeah exactly we, the, anybody, we, we went into the booth we looked at it we reviewed it you're good it. okay Black. all right parlays money lines or spreads what's your favorite bet um parlays okay, so the parlays we'll talk more about that um, um okay so two points on that one yeah i forgot you gotta judge it um so actor moving to la what's your top tip um, makes talented friends and do stuff with them. 
Love it. That's exactly. Good. I'm going to give that the uh, DVD 13,000 points right there. <laughs> That's great. Uh, rank these flavors of ice cream, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Chocolate's per- top. Perfect. Excellent work. Uh, so I'll give you, I'll give you, yours? yeah, chocolate's always the top. Chocolate's, yeah. a, otherwise you're a sociopath. Right, we get it, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, um, we have a hang, you and I, Katie, with Joe called Shot for Shots. Yeah, we a movie do. rewatch group that we have. Uh, quickly break down how that group works. Well, the three of us get together. We choose a movie with a female lead that has either dark or, if we need it to be, reddish hair. Okay, she's got to be a strong female. She's got to be a lead if she's if she's both smart and funny, even better. Bonus. Also, there has to be a court scene in this film. Mm, yeah. And then we get together. And midway at some point in the movie, someone's like, what's the over under on how old Matthew McConaughey is? And then we all place our bets and whoever loses shot. I like this is I mean, this is an this elaborate is, game. And I was happened. also I was trying to think of a, a, a strong redhead female figure or, and and i have three young kids so all i can mm-hmm. think of is brave the cartoon with the girl with the red hair that's that all he's courtroom, and he's well, a courtroom, courtroom. I, I don't have courtrooms brandon it's not a perfect scoring system. <laughs> this is where this courtroom this is where this came from is because i was realizing that all the movies i really loved as a kid i i liked because i saw myself in the female leads with dark hair like demi moore in mm. uh, a few good men or uh sandra bullock and everything she's ever been in but specifically a time to kill Definitely, and yeah. that's how it that's how it grew. Like and then it, it was like, there's not enough brunettes, so we have to extend it to redheads because I can also feel attached to them. I have a tough time. I, I don't know if I could, I mean, maybe like a dark blonde? If it gets too blonde, I think I don't, I feel too far away. Well, that's gotcha. that, put Molly, that put Molly game on the table because Jessica Chastain. I was going to say Molly's game, but does it have a court scene? It has a court scene, yeah, because Idris Elba decides to represent her when they're sitting in the back of the court. Son Great. of a bitch. All right. Shot for shots. Um, mm-hmm. All right, you saw me sing karaoke this weekend. Would you define my voice as a voice of an angel or a voice of a generation? Mm. Uh, a voice <laughs> of, of, of... There's the only two options. Generation. <laughs> generation. Uh, I once got booed off stage at Barney's Beanery doing karaoke in front of Jeremy Renner. So uh, whatever his app point, people that subscribe to it, whatever that point yeah, total. Subscribers. So six, six points. Six, exactly. Amazing. Uh, what's your go-to Chili's order? Shame. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, a, a margarita on the rocks with salt and, uh, you know, like some, like a like a taco of some sort. I don't know. Guac? Guac and right. chips? Very it's close. been a while. Uh, Usually I'm just there for a cocktail on the bar. Exactly. The at, at the airport, that's $47 right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have those uh, those egg rolls, whatever, like the Spanish Southwestern egg rolls. Had oh, those yeah. on the very first date ever of my life. They're not. Really good. I can't mm. believe you didn't marry that man. All right. Um, do you tip the no, maid? Not, not Joe didn't take me to Chili's. My high school boyfriend took me to Chili's. I know. I'm just saying it's a great order. You should have married him. You oh. didn't. No. What could have been? Here. Now we're here. <laughs> you see what happens. You see where we found ourselves. Um, all right. Do you tip a maid in a hotel room? Yes, usually I do. It's really Wh- good. What's the percentage? I just like throw a five down or something. Like it's not like I'm. I'm not like taking get, the room. And then you inviting. get five points. Actually, you should probably okay. get more than that because you're better than both of us. But usually, yeah, I don't. I, I don't necessarily. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily do it every day. I usually do it at the end, which mm-hmm. isn't really fair because that's the same person's not cleaning it every day. This but is I our whole quandary. Sure that's that's, their, that's their problem. I'm sure they pool. I'm sure they. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they pocket sure they that and go. Oh, really? All right. All right. Yeah. Mm-mm. But. All right. Yeah. Um. Last question. Pick one of these. Free trip to Philadelphia 
or falling down a flight of stairs. Which one would you like? I'm gonna pick a. I'm gonna pick a free trip to Philly for that. Oh man, yeah. The problem is, is you're both gonna. You're probably gonna break a limb or two okay. in both okay. places. It's a okay. garbage town. Um, you're probably gonna get hepatitis from Philadelphia and any of the water that you drink. So yeah, we, it's actually gonna. That's a deduction. I don't know. But, what you're, can't, but when you land in Philly, can you just hop onto another play? No one said I had to stay in Philly. This is true. Ooh. If you're just if you're touch and go, nice. just touching fine. down, and then exactly. the flight is cheaper to and wherever avoid, really I'm yeah, gonna go. Yeah, avoid the flight of stairs. That's good. I like All that. Right, how do you score it, Mae? What's the prize? Um, looking at this, Katie, you've been a lovely participant, and Mab, about you, you've won a free T-shirt, my lady. I mean, it, it was between that and a free trip to Philly, but I think I want the T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Do you have something for does MA have it? Do you have some oh, Texas me? athletes? Yes, I do. I have. I do. I have quite a few. Uh, All right. I, I don't know what the time time thing is here, but I've got some questions for you regarding uh, amazing Dallas um, sports people and where sure. they went football players specifically and where they went to college. And this is this is right. what does I does MA have it? This is fantastic. Ooh, we'll okay. Do the showdown. We're all good. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. So uh, I'm going to start it off with some easy ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say who they are. You tell me where they went to college. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Awesome. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Fourth round pick. Went to Mississippi State. Yes. Oh, All right. Good. How, how many do we have, Katie? I'm going to keep scoring. Um, We've got one. Two. We've got 13. We don't have to do all Great. No, that's a great number. No, 13 okay. is great. 13 is great. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm -hmm. Uh. First round pick. We know how Brandana doesn't like first round picks. I believe he was fourth Ooh. overall Ooh. out of Ohio. You fill out the rest. Brandana Ooh. knows what that's code for. Wow. <laughs> okay. 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 I like it. I like it. Coming in hot. Okay. All right. Two for two. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Tray Trayvon. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon? Yep. Trayvon Diggs, brother of Stefan Diggs, who went to University of Maryland. That's a bonus for you. Uh, Trayvon went to the uh, University of Alabama. Wow. Okay. Three, three, we're going to have a point, point 0.5 because he actually called out the college of the brother. X Viking. <laughs> well done. Wow. Okay. 3.5 uh, out of 3. Uh, Devontae Bond. Devontae Bond? Yes. What position does he play? He's a l an, l an LB. A linebacker? A linebacker. De That's Devante right. Devontae Bond? Mm -hmm. I don't. Do you know this player, Brandana? I don't know this player. Of course not. No, yeah. this isn't, does have Brandana I, have it? Does it have, have I it? have I created yeah. a player? Nothing. Did you make this player up? I don't think this I even did. Better. Oh my I god. I don't think I did. Devonte Bond, linebacker for the Dallas. What team does he play for? The uh, Dallas Cowboys. I believe the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, I'm gonna say Southwest Missouri State. Ooh, that's a tough one. It's Oklahoma. Oh, if in wrong. fact, if in fact, Devonte Bond is a real I'll person, I looked him up. He's real. Okay, great. Is he real? One, Son of a He's bitch. Real, yeah. One more. One more for <laughs> the current. I like Dallas that you're Cowboys. like easy ones. You're like boom, boom, boom. Hey, practice <laughs> squad guy. Um, okay, yeah, this is my, and this I chose this guy because I I love his name, uh, Big Cat Bryant. Big he is a cat. defensive end. Wow. Big Cat Bryant. He might be new. He might be on the new draft. He might have just been yeah. drafted. Yeah, he's new. He's new. But I like his that his name is Big Cat. Big Cat Bryant. 
no hyphen son of it is it's really big oh my god this is this is embarrassing in front of our guests oh, yeah, uh right. uh big cat bryant mm -hmm. yeah not, a defensive not, end you know this is not good pod this, this is not good pod. uh ucf university oh my gosh Dakota. that's it it's is ucf it right? yeah yes. I am impressed. Okay, okay, okay. All right, now we're, we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back to the 90s. Holy shit. I, I hope it doesn't get... Oh, to the 90s? Okay. We're going to take it to okay. the 90s, okay? We're going to okay. throw out... Then th these are all the... Fucking Devontae Bond threw me for a loop. <laughs> okay, I think that might be the hardest one. These are these are the guys okay. I remembered from my sure. youth. Mm -hmm. Troy Aikman. Devontae Bond. Oh, okay. Troy Aikman actually yeah. went to two schools. First signed with Oklahoma, and then he uh, went to UCLA. Wow, okay. Okay, yep. yep, 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 yep. Okay, okay. give him another half point for that. Uh, Michael Irvin. Yeah. Uh, Michael Irvin played at the U, University of Miami. That's right, he did. Nothing Darryl more on Johnson. brand than Michael Irving playing yeah, at yeah, the right. University of Miami. It's the most on brand thing ever. Uh, Daryl Johnston. Uh, oh, Moose. Moose. Oh, shit. Daryl Johnston. This is a good one. Fullback. Good. Uh, I'm going to say. Oh, fuck. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, is it Oklahoma? It is, unfortunately, Syracuse. Syracuse. Ah, Cuse, bro. Not Cuse. Even, anywhere close. All right. Get it um, together. So this one, I <laughs> I remember specifically, he must have dropped the ball at one point, and someone in the room said, Leon, let go of the oh, ball. Oh, yes. Don't, is that a thing everyone knew about it? Because yep. I saw his name, and then that came up, and yeah, I feel two, two terrible fumbles in two Super Bowls. That's two. unfortunate. Uh, well, one was one was one was a Thanksgiving game. The snow. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's snow. where he fell on the ball after they blocked the punt. The other one yeah. was in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, uh, where Don out. where Don Beebe came up behind him, the wide receiver, and knocked it out from behind. Wait, wait, wait! Him. He was doing a like Super Bowl, like a like an end zone, like I yeah. I just did it, and then the guy thing. oh he yeah, was, like, he was holding it out, and little Don Beebe came running mm -hmm. up and just knocked it through the end zone, which then reversed the possession back to the other team. Terrible. Oh, that is the, the bill. The Bills were. I mean, they were getting trounced at that. But point. didn't didn't they? Yeah, they. I think the didn't the Cowboys win both of those games. Like Leon yeah, Les never lost the game for something. That one was yeah, I don't think so. Uh that one the the first one, the field goal one, I think was more egregious because they were that was like a game tying or game winning field goal. I yeah. think they missed that one. Mm. I'm this is all buying time for Leon Lett, quite honestly. Yeah. Where I don't is know. It's an unusual oh, so school. Yeah, because it's real, it's like a real fast small fast. junior college school. Power rank like most embarrassing showbutters like Leon Lett or Deshaun Jackson. Most embarrassing what? You mean, show show voters. Show voters. Like, like the most embarrassing like touchdowns. Oh, Deshaun Jackson, not Watson. That Deshaun Jackson is is is. Oh, did I say yeah. Is it I think you said Watson. I think you said okay, you said right. Watson yeah. or Jackson. It doesn't matter. Jackson, yeah. I would say Deshaun Jackson because when you do a cartwheel into the end zone and fall like a foot short, that's way Twice. more embarrassing. Twice. Yes. Twice. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm gonna for in sure college, Google that when we're off. You should. Oh, it, it, is... it, it happened more than once. Yeah, he oh, did. No. He did. He did one in the the uh, the All American football high school like game where he did like a cartwheel and and lost in there. That was the first. That was the first iteration. That's when we knew no. Deshaun Jackson could not be trusted. <laughs> oh damn it, Katie! Why are you embarrassing me on this I'm podcast? So sorry. Leon Lett went to a small. Southern school, like I'm gonna call it Grambling. I don't think it's right though. 
It's it is so close. It's Emporia State. Mm, damn it, mm. the fighting okay, Emporias. The, the <laughs> Emporiums. The fighting states. The fighting states. The fighting uh, Leonlets. <laughs> okay, we've got four more. Okay. Uh, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek. Oh Jesus Christ! Tight end. You're really beating me up on this one. Uh, Penn State. Wyoming. Wyoming, of course. We've got three I'm, left. The Cowboys say, of Wyoming. I'm going to give you the half point from earlier for Troy. Man, you just you need it, buddy. Oh yeah, and he he did he did both of it. Okay, <laughs> Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, uh, famously traded from Dallas, or from Minnesota. Yes, from Dallas to Minnesota. Dallas yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he went to the University of Georgia. That's right. Okay, two more. Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders, primetime. Mm -hmm. Florida State. That's right. Mm -hmm. Later had some issues with a school he opened in North Texas. It's a different thing. Uh, mm. Emmett Smith, my Emmett. favorite. Very good. Best for last, Emmett Smith, uh, all-time NFL leading rusher. Uh, probably the the single greatest like north and south running back i know a lot of people discredit him for his offensive line uh i think before brandana's uh best friend derek henry broke all of his high school rushing records i think he was the leading high school rusher of all time he was from florida and he went to the university of florida yeah there you a go. plus there you, you go got it. is that all of them that's it all right so that is 10 for 13, that is a .77 clip. I'm proud of you, buddy. We can officially Thanks. say I got there. Emma still has Thank it. The Apothecary Showdown. You stick with us, Katie. You judge it for yeah, us? Yeah, no, I'm sticking him nice. here. Yeah. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just. All right, Neapolitan Showdown, top things about Texas. I love it. Right. Not how Brandana pronounced it, though. That stays <laughs> off the list. That can't be there. Texas. Then do I just um, choose between each of y'all's answers? Yeah, you can, yeah it's, it's our, you can assign arbitrary points. You can do it however you want. Just at the end, okay. just pick a winner. Great. And you, can, you, know, you can weigh in. We'll have constellation brackets, but... Great. Um, all right, my number three spot for my favorite thing about Texas is Whataburger was founded mm. there. And it's mm. a fantastic burger. 1950, a... August 8th, everything changed. When it's just like, you can order as many fucking patties as you want. We got everything here. You want jalapenos on there? Tomatoes, you want onions? Yeah. What are we talking about? Like, it was just like a real, mm -hmm. like a great burger. And now it's finally, I don't know why it took this long to reach out, but now it's, it's going to other places, but it's... Um, like they have one in LaGuardia Airport, which is makes you want to go to LaGuardia, which is the only thing that makes you want to go to LaGuardia. Right, is the Whataburger in there? But that I didn't realize. I didn't realize their 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 reach was expanding. I know it just recently got put into. Kansas I think City. yeah, because I think there's one Mahomes. going up in. I think there's one going up in Kansas City. Yeah, sure. I think there's. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes is a Texan, and he's like, oh, I can't yeah. be living without I mean, the Whataburger. Yeah, and I love the the road to Brandana's heart is inserting jalapenos and anything if you can, <laughs> yeah, if you can do that he's gonna it. give you a I'm high listening. five I'm um i'm my number three um let's just get, let's just get right into it let's talk about rodeos 
How awesome are rodeos to attend? How cool is it to see also the little kid rodeos on the sheep? This okay. is a hysterical uh, little event that's got going on there. I'm going to go rodeos. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to just, I don't know when I do this, but I'm just going to do it now. Brandon Whenever you I want. Award you, I award you four jalapenos for your answer. Mm. And you're getting uh, it. You're most getting awesome. It. I award you uh, one lasso and two uh, child size uh, cowboy hats. For you. <laughs> I you're like it. it. I yeah, like this it. Is, this okay. is great. Scoring. Exactly. This is great I was really hoping for eight so seconds, but I'll take. Two kids. <laughs> Eight seconds. Yeah. That's so okay. good. Um, all right. So the two spot. Um, my two spot is. All right. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. My boy, mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey, born mm -hmm. in Texas. And yeah. um, was it Uvalde? Is that right? Uvalde? I don't know I what that no city idea. is. But um, yeah, the internet says, his Wikipedia says, best known for Days of Confused. I challenge mm -hmm. you guys, like, what is he best known for? I would say, where where is his apex? I would say it's probably Clearly those like Lincoln commercials. Yeah, yeah Lincoln, pretty nice. Yeah, Come rolling, on. rolling that That's little. That's right. I, I would say like um, I don't, I know this is around like the um, Matthew McConaughey back. What was like the reconnaissance or like reconnaissance or whatever, but. I would say it's like a true detective. That's my apex. Oh, yeah. Because he came back from all those rom-coms and he did true detective and he did that one where he played as like a serial killer or something. Yeah, he did. He did. He was firing off on true detective. He was firing oh. off on mud? He did, uh, Dallas, mud? Dallas Buyers Club. He had the mud movie. Yeah. And he also yeah. like was don't in do, Wolf don't of Wall Street. Inter like, Interstellar was, too. Let's also not oh, forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I just rewatched that. Last. Interstellar didn't get enough love. Like that's. It certainly didn't get for me because I fell asleep. <laughs> also. Matthew McConaughey's book is, if you listen to the audio book, pretty, pretty good. Oh, there's, I bet. There's some things where he has like bumper sticker, and then he tells you like a like a quote about life. And sometimes they get really long, and you're like, how could you actually put that on a bumper sticker? Yeah, that's too. That's for too sure, much for, for sure. Peak that is peak audio book is Matthew McConaughey. That's oh, yeah. probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should just that should be his next gig, just reading yeah. everyone else's books. Uh, my number two, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm here for all the Texas slang. Katie, you've dropped it a few times. The y'all, mm -hmm. uh, get, holler, let's go mm -hmm. get a Coke. I'm all, Excellent I'm deal. here for it all. Give it to me all. He's yes. all, he's all, uh, oh shoot, what is it? He's all, he's all hat, no cattle. Is that, what's, is that an expression? Uh, I like that. Yes, it's actually in a song. Um, all my exes are down in Texas. All my exes live in Texas. Sure. Yeah, all hat, no cattle. That is actually. All hat, no cattle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, also, there's one that's a little crude, but it's called "Road Hard and Put Up Wet," and that's literally the only thing I've ever heard is a Texan say that, and yep, I yep. never heard it outside of Texas. Yeah, uh, okay, uh, Brandon, I'm going to award you um, two bowls of crawfish, which is what Matthew McConaughey likes to eat in most of his movies. For your answer, mm, um, most awesome, I'm going to award you one Texas-sized hug so it's a very large hug i like it everything's your, bigger in texas i'll take for it for your uh um your love of the slang perfect oh, mm -hmm. i do i do like that so all hat and no cattle that kind of means it's just like you're a poser yeah you're trying to act texas yeah you think you're, you think like you're, you're a rancher hat. over there you got the hat yeah, on putting that hat on. Sure don't have yeah. any cattle in that pasture yeah. that'd be embarrassing that'd be embarrassing mm -hmm. like, what, what a dig that is like, i'm gonna start yeah. breaking that out that boy's all hat, no cattle. All oh, hat, man. no cattle. Uh, I love how you did it, boy. Too. Yeah, we're about to shots fired. I like this. <laughs> I like this uh, my number one, without a question, and I knew it was going to be here, and I researched and I found it. 
they do not have individual income tax. That's right, I'm old. Ah. I'm old. I'm so, I love it. I saw it. I knew it was a thing, and I looked, and I was just like, "Yeah, preach, brother." Oh, I love that. Control your it. money. I love yeah. it. I love it too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my my number one is I love how much Texas loves itself. Yeah, that's, that's how much I. That's I this like is a thing idea. I love. Texas I love loves it so much. Texas. You know, you know, you know what states don't love themselves like a, a South Dakota. You never that's hear like, them ranting yeah. and raving. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island, fucking, they've got an ego problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Texas. Yeah. I love it. I, it's got a Texas-sized love for it. Yeah, right? yeah. I like it. Uh, it's just, it's just like like West Virginia apologizing for who they are. Just like shit. Yeah, just like, exactly. Yeah. See, like a state with a big ego. Yeah, Florida's yeah. just. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. It's also the only state where everything that's sold there, Texas has worked its way into the into the like, you know, the emblem of or the the signs and the signage. It's on the the back of chips it's uh it's not just an auto body shop it's texas auto body it's like in everything you can't drive around and not not see oh yeah this is all this is all i'm here for it give it to me so uh most awesome i am awarding you uh a, a giant uh fullback uh texas shaped tattoo for this is your award for your um your texas uh love of itself which brandon which sorry brandana is going to pay for with the one million dollars he's getting (laughs) in saved income since he's not paying taxes so you Mm -hmm. guys can work that out amongst yourselves um and do i have to choose an actual winner winner of course of course you do we play for blood okay here's the deal i really hate it i don't like this part but but Brandana, you have won. Of course. Um, I, he, he, gave, awesome. he gave you gave him you gave much. It was better. really the water burger. It was really there was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah, it, no, it, I he knew. really should have made the Whataburger number one, to be honest really with you. Have. So yep. I've got no. Well, I'm but... saving income tax so I can buy more Whataburger. He's gonna oh, buy. A, he's okay. gonna buy a Whataburger franchise. Yeah, can you, that's what he's gonna do with all the saved money. Great, great, great. Okay, I, I love it. I feel good about my answer then. That's perfect. perfect. This has been the MAB Sports Podcast episode two twenty. I want to thank Katie so much for being on. Katie, you have an MVP? You can go last right now. We're going to sign him real fast, but we'll wrap this up. If you have an email, shoot us at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Most awesome MVP of the week. Who do you got? I'm going to go with Juwan Howard, head coach of the University of Michigan, denying the Lakers, saying, no, I want to continue to be the head coach of the University of Michigan. Get out of here, Lakers. I don't want your screwed up salary cap. Very nice. I'm going to give my boy Champ. I uh, got to take us to the theater this weekend. Oh, yeah. Katie and Joe were able to join. Um, the man bought the tickets, had the foresight to be like, mm-hmm. let's go see who's afraid of Virginia Wolf three weeks before mm-hmm. it happened. Unfortunately, had to work on the Saturday, but was still like, you guys go have fun. Watch that play. And then we all acted like we didn't enjoy it, so he didn't feel bad, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Katie, it. you got an MVP you want to shout out? I do. Uh, don't make fun of me, guys, but my MVP is Joe Booth, who introduced me, sort well, not to you, Brandon, I already knew you, but brought me into this fold, which is why I'm on this podcast, hmm. and he's the sure. best. So that's my MVP. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Perfect. So I love it. Yeah. We'll hear back. Maybe we'll get you guys both on for the uh, the fantasy booth. It may be sports podcast episode 220. Shoot us an email. It may be sports podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. And once you sign yourself off, most awesome. Folks, pay attention. We are opening up a specialty pop-up shop, Maba Burger, where we're going to be serving the paranormal paranormal <laughs> activity burger ripe with ghost peppers. Oh, 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 oh,
boys, parties, style, fame, she likes glamour, runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.